Ciao, Bella. I am Oceana Fortuna, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit to embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. And may good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe Love and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. The topic for today's podcast is choosing a magical name. First, I want to be clear so you know where I'm coming from. I don't identify myself as a witch, Wiccan, or pagan, but I do connect deeply with magic. And I have read a lot, researched, spoken to many people to learn about what I'm talking about in this episode. But this is simply my take, the way I look at it, about magical names and certainly not the end-all be-all. In pagan and Wiccan communities, many people choose a new name to get started. They often change it as they grow in their practice. Sometimes this is part of an initiation ceremony. You might choose a name. In some cases, a name is given to you. During meditation, you might have a name given to you by a guide or an angel, an ascended master, or an ancestor. Perhaps your higher self will share a new name for you. Or if you belong to a coven, it could come during a ritual. Often, a magical name is used for ritual and in your group and is only revealed during ceremonies. This renaming is a personal choice and not necessarily done by everyone who practices magic. Words have power. There's no question about that, right? And so do names. That's why you want to choose a new name with care. The best way to approach this is to have a name with longevity in mind. You might keep your name for a year or so or for life. So be sure to pick something that will suit you over the long haul. In other words, if you choose a name because it seems cool or trendy, you know, that's okay. That's the kind of name you'll likely change your mind about, though. And when you change your mind and your name, then you lose the energy that you had been building in that. Now, another example is if you select something that's kind of commonplace and fun, like let's say uh, something from Arthurian legend like Lady Morgana. Well, you might be standing next to several others in your circle with the same name because she's such a commonplace character, although fabulous. So spend your time in the selection process to do yourself and your new name justice. You want to feel comfortable, but not foolish when others refer to you by this new moniker. Some people keep the name only for their magical work or to use it in their community. Others keep it a complete secret. You'll know what is right for you. Let's talk about how to choose a magical name. 
There's so many ways. Using numerology is a popular way to go. First, you want to add up the numbers of your birthday. So let's say you were born on February 2nd in 1982. Here's how you do that. You would take February is the second month, two, plus second day, two, plus 1982. One plus nine plus eight plus two. That equals 24. You add them all up together. Then when you get 24, you add the two plus the four, and that equals six. Now, each letter of the alphabet also has a number. For example, the letter S turns out to be the 19th letter of the alphabet. So 19 is 1 plus 9 equals 10. Zeros don't count. So a 10 is always a 1. So now you know an S as the 19th letter of the alphabet is also a 1. I know this sounds complicated, but it's really simple with the aid of pen and paper. Okay, so let's say you take a name like Raven, which is extremely popular. So the R is 9. A is 1. V is 4. E is 5. N is 5. That is up to 24, which becomes a 6. Get the idea? Now that would match your birthday numerology of six if your birthday was February 2nd, 1982. So you're having the same vibration numerically for your birthday and your new magical name. So I hope you get that. I did some research and found a great website called groveandgrotto.com and you'll see it in the show notes. And they have a listing of 100 magical names and their meanings, which should be a great help in coming up with your own new name. The names are a mix of earth and sky and goddess and myth. A few of my favorites off the list, just because, are Luna, which of course is the moon, and a character from Harry Potter movies, and Neve, which means bright. And I also liked Vera, which meant truth, which I didn't know that. But it's not about me. Several on the list have like old English, Irish, or Germanic origins. You can also, of course, make something up. Think about any sacred objects you own or use. You might pick a crystal name or something from nature like herbs, flowers, trees, or seasons. I have uh, found this card deck that I really love called the Celtic Tree Oracle, and that explains the meaning of 33 tree trees. So you could pick from one of them. You might pick a name from the stars, constellations, or astrology. Another option is to include a time of day, maybe sunrise or twilight. I love twilight. Or one of the four directions. And if you're artistically inclined or just love color, you might want a name to reflect your favorite color or the colors that show up in your aura. You might select a name based on spirit animals and the ones that are your spirit guides. Or see which one feels most aligned with the character you want to embody in, you know, in terms of your new magical name. Of course, you can combine any of these methods to make up your own unique combination because the sky's the limit and anything is possible. So here are a few names I put together. Moonfire. I don't know why, but I just love that. It's like a contradiction going on there. Blue Willow or Winter Star. 
Whether you create something new and original and a great combination, or go with something traditional, or maybe even take a character name out of a book or a movie, remember your choice has meaning and power. So what is the power of a magical name? Traditionally speaking, choosing a magical name is an ancient practice done when practicing Wicca or joining a coven. And this is because you are going to be reborn, as they say, so your new name often reflects aspirations for your new magical self. But the power is also one of being secretive or guarding your true identity when practicing for, let's call it security reasons, based on thousands of years of persecution, according to what I've been learning, you keep your birth name guarded and private so no one can put a spell on the real you. If they only know your street name, they can't get to your real self. There is more to this. When you choose a name like Moonfire, just as a crazy example because I like it, you are embodying the energy, power, and magic of the moon and fire. Now you have access to the bright light the moon shares to dispel shadows. The shimmery silver light is feminine and divine. In addition, you are of the fire burning with passion. You might also choose to work with the transformational aspects of fire, like the phoenix rising from the ashes. This is another important reason why your name has great power and why you might not want to share it with others. Keeping your name sacred and secret gives you an advantage in working with the magical properties you have selected. It's all yours, completely private, and builds over time as you continue to use it. Secrets carry power, for sure. Now I'm going to shift gears and talk about my magical name, which I adapted for the public by using it as the host name for this podcast. I chose Oceana Fortuna as my nom de plume, which is French for pen name. Many uh, famous authors have been known to select a pen name. Lots of actors also take on a stage name if they feel their name is not catchy enough, is hard to spell or pronounce, or is too common, and someone else already has that name. But another reason is because an actor might feel their birth name doesn't represent who they are. I share all of this to understand the motivation for why I took on a new name. At the time I chose Oceana Fortuna, I was also working with an alchemy coach. I called her my magic coach because that was what I was learning about. She talked about magical names for your magical persona, who you are when you're practicing magic. Makes sense, right? Now, this appealed to me since my birth name combined with my married last name have become, you know, how I'm known in the business world. I've been in marketing and consulting for many years, and then I became a love coach, and it was a good name. Amazingly, I'm the only person in the U.S. with my name, Ronnie Ann Ryan. However, this didn't have the same je ne sais quoi as they say, 
uh, that I was looking for when it came to magic. So je ne sais quoi, according to, and I don't know if I'm saying that right because I don't speak French, but according to dictionary.com, it's indefinable, elusive quality, especially pleasing, right? Je ne sais quoi. It just sounds so awesome. Anyway, that's what I wanted for my mag magical name, something that had that je ne sais quoi. I also think of it as that certain something special that you can't quite put your finger on. And that is so magical to me. So my intention was to choose a new name to be free from my business persona and represent my new endeavors. However, if I'm being totally honest and transparent, I did have a desire to be, let's say, incognito. I just wasn't quite ready to be my magical self before the world. I didn't feel completely free to do this. I didn't want any backlash to hit my love coaching business. Why is that? Well, fear. Uh, maybe too many past lives where I was hung, burned, or decapitated, I suppose. The concern for ridicule or persecution lingers on from the past for me. Or maybe it's all from just this life right now. Uh, no, definitely feels left over from other lives. That's just me being unwilling publicly to admit that I know that's the truth for me based on my past lives. A magical name, on the other hand, offered me freedom, freedom to be whoever I wanted to be without repercussion to my private life or my business life. And quite frankly, there are tons of dating experts and coaches who don't use their true names and identities like Christian Carter, who is also David D'Angelo, whose real name is Eben Pagan, an info marketing guru at this point who started using his real name after outrageous business success with his made up names. And I don't know what it is about the um, dating world that all these coaches think they need to have alliteration in their name. I came by mine, honestly, Ronnie Ryan, because that was my married name, Ryan. So mine is real. Anyway, how did I come up with my magical name? Well, that's a fun story, at least to me. I come vibrantly alive in two ways. When I'm doing or feeling magic and when I'm at the beach. I spend as much time as possible at the beach in the summer. But I'll admit, I go to the beach even in the late fall and start again early in the spring. You can find me there and I've already been to the beach. It's April. So I love to walk along the water's edge I've even done that in a snowstorm with my husband. So I'm just a beach girl. What can I say? But in the summer months, probably five days a week, you'll find me in the sand late in the afternoon so I don't sit in that strong midday sun and also have time to get my work done. So around 3, 34 o'clock, I make my way a two and a half mile pilgrimage with my sand chair and umbrella in hand and position myself at the beach to see the sun and the sea before me. Sometimes I walk on the huge flat sandbar at low tide for an up to an hour. It's just pure bliss to me. I am who I am, but at the beach, I am my very best. I feel so peaceful and in touch with the world and nature and spirit. 
and I just bliss out. That said, it was a summer afternoon last July when I faced the water with my beach chair and decided to meditate. There was like no one on the beach. That's one of the reasons I love the end of the day too. Everybody goes home to make dinner and that's when I come trotting down. So people clear out and I get to have the beach to myself sometimes. Anyway, so I decided to meditate and ask for a magical name. I called in my spirit guides and my whole and healed ancestors, any of my angels, archangels, or other helpers of the highest light and vibration to support me in choosing my new magical name. And I have to tell you, it did not take long at all before I could hear loud and clear the name, Oceana. I even got the spelling with two N's. It was totally clear. I have to say I fell in love with the name immediately. How could I not? It was, after all, about the ocean and the beach, and those are things I adore, right? But then I needed a last name. What would that possibly be? And honestly, that came just as quickly. Fortuna. Here's where Fortuna comes from. I discovered the founding book of modern witchcraft, at least that's what it claims to be, which was pulled together by Charles Godfrey Leyland, and it's called Aradia, or maybe Aradia, the Gospel of Witches. It contains history, traditions of the goddess Diana, and folklore of Wicca from the 1600s in Italy. Now that's a heck of an old book, right? Anyway, I have a new printed copy, of course. But in truth, this information reaches back to ancient Rome. And they claim even before that to the Etruscans. Now, Aradia was the daughter of the Roman goddess Diana. And Diana is the goddess of wild and domesticated animals, the hunt and fertility. There are all sorts of spells and things in this book as I started pouring through it. I have to say I was very excited. I spent a summer in Italy after my junior year in college and loved it, but I'll get back to that in a minute. So honestly, nothing in that book appealed to me at all at first. It didn't strike a chord with me, and I was really disappointed. Uh, It wasn't what I thought until I got to this page where there was a poem about the moon. And for me, that's where the magic came alive. So here's the poem. Moon, moon, beautiful moon, fairer far than any star. Moon, oh moon, if it may be, bring good fortune unto me. It was printed in the original Italian and also then modern English. I was so taken by this, and music for this poem came to me immediately to turn it into a song. So then I just started singing it, and I couldn't stop singing it. It was like day and night. It just came pouring out of me all the time, nonstop. So now I'm going to sing it for you, but don't worry, I won't quit my day job. All right, here it goes. Moon, moon, beautiful moon, fairer far than any stars. Moon, oh moon, if it may be, bring good fortune unto me. Moon, moon, beautiful moon, fairer far than any stars. Moon, oh moon, if it should be, bring good fortune unto me. 
Isn't that just so magical? I can still feel it rushing through every cell of my body right now as I just got through singing it. So now you understand where Fortuna comes in as my magical last name. Fortuna is the Italian word for fortune. And that's from the song. I must admit, I wrote and added other verses about other things I wanted to attract into my life and experience. I've had so much fun with this, and it surprised the heck out of me because it was so incredibly out of the blue. But this little ditty got into my system and woke something up. It felt like my DNA recognized the words and the intention like nothing else has so far. It might also be the Italian connection I mentioned a little earlier. I spent a summer in Italy with an art school, the University of Georgia's art school, after my junior year in college. I fell head over heels with Italy. The scenery, the people, the history was so gorgeous. I was desperately trying to move there after graduation and I spent hours and hours thinking about how I could pull this off talking to one of my close friends and sharing ideas on how we could make this reality which did not happen I went to work um, right here in America but anyway my favorite movie in addition of all times is Dangerous Beauty and this is about the poet Veronica Franco who was a courtesan in Venice in the 1500s. The Renaissance calls to me the beauty and decor, the fashion with the velvet and the brocade and the fine goldsmith jewelry. Oh, so gorgeous. The opening to study and science and culture during the Renaissance after that long period of ickiness in the middle, you know, the middle ages, just the nothingness of what was happening day after day. And the Renaissance was such an awakening, the lavish colors, the stunning art, the richness. I know I lived there at that time, maybe more than once. It's as if I can feel it right now as I talk about this, vibrating in my being and energy field, sparkling with the love I feel for Renaissance Italy. So now you know how I got my magical name, Oceana Fortuna, and why I love that it has an Italian feel to it. I'm sharing this with you because I'm now kind of stuck in between. Being on someone else's podcast, I was outed as Ronnie Ann Ryan, and my secret was broken. At that point, I started to question myself about the necessity of this secret name. Today, it seems like everyone is interested in the metaphysical or the mystical, or I know it seems that way. Astrology is usually popular, and Barnes & Noble has a bigger Wiccan book offering than any other of the metaphysical topics combined. Nowadays, people don't seem to be hiding this part of themselves. They are out and proud about their interests and beliefs and magic, and well, many are for sure. I'm sure there might be some that are kind of still shy about it. So while I had used my magical and spiritual development techniques and methods with my private love coaching clients, I never publicly announced or advertised that I used these methods. 
But slowly, I started writing articles about the moon and manifesting with crystals and doing feng shui in your love corner and shifting your mindset and affirmations. I love all this stuff. It runs through my veins. It's my language and way of being and moving through life. It's part of who I am and the bigger picture of my true nature that has gone for eons of time and thousands of years and countless lives. And I'm not yet done with Oceana. You know, when I think about myself as Oceana Fortuna, she's bigger and bolder and stronger and more powerful. She stands in her power unaffected by others and what they might think. She doesn't show weakness or have any doubts. Oceana is magical spiritual, has keen insights and gets right to the heart of the matter for her clients. And so do I because I am her and she is me. So for now, I'm going to have both names. And my hope is that you won't mind or feel confused because I am love coach Ronnie and Ryan, who is also a psychic medium and channeler and card reader and energy healer and most of all, magic seeker. And I'm also Oceana Fortuna, podcast host and mystical sister, purveyor of mystical purple sparkles that send blessings to all, and conjurer of fun and laughter and spectacular synchronicities that create connections and opportunities and make the heart sing. So that's my story about my magical name and also some information on how you can pick your magical name. Thanks so much for bearing witness and listening in today. I'm always thrilled to know I have people listening. I hope this helps if you are choosing a magical name for yourself. So once again, this is Ronnie Ann Ryan, a.k.a. Oceana Fortuna, sending you purple sparkles of energy. May they bring magic to your day. Enjoy. for listening today. Don't forget to like this episode if you enjoyed it, write a positive review if you feel inspired, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Oceana Fortuna reminding you to share your love and seek magic every day.